0: All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. I am with, how do we introduce Corey? Let's see. Uh, The Reels impresario, uh, support, black college guru, e-commerce genius, Corey, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Let me tell you how I found Corey, y'all. So, you know, I, lo- I love Ellie so much. I was on live. Was I on live with Ellie when I met you or with mon Ray?
1: I want to say it was mon Ray. Let's say it mon, mon Ray.
0: Ray. Okay, yeah. So, I was on, shout out to Marketing by mon Ray. I was on mon Ray's live, living my best life, you know, talking about dropshipping like I do all the time. And suddenly, somebody else pops in the chat and it was Corey. And here are my followers. Hey, Corey. I'm like, what the hell is this? my ray was thrilled to see you my followers were thrilled to see you but we had never met right which is unacceptable
1: yeah (laughs) don't
0: blame blame me (laughs) (laughs) so anybody that my followers know is somebody i need to know so of course i followed Corey. i tapped in and his content was fire and that's when i knew i wanted you on the show but for those out there that don't know you Tell me a little bit about Corey Arvinger. Who are you? Why should we know you? Give us the tea.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, what's going on? My name is Corey Arvinger. Um, I serve as one of the CEOs of a company called Support Black Colleges. As stated, um, our main mission is to get our Black kids back to our Black schools. So that's been my mission for a long time. Um, Howard University alum, um, the real HU, the Mecca, the number one HBCU. And I'm going to take that with me. And, I, <laughs> and I'll debate anybody. Um, Have I just focus on marketing and branding uh, right out of college. I worked for a guy named Sean Parker, who was one of the guys who created Facebook. If you've ever seen the movie, The Social Network, he was Justin Timberlake's care. Well, I guess Justin Timberlake was him. In the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Napster. Yeah, yeah, Napster, followed by Tyler Perry doing some marketing and branding. So um, that's what I do best. That's what I love to do is make things look good. I, I have the cool. Oh, that's right. So uh, then it led to, you know, the business. Uh, I, I, I've been doing support by like colleges for a while. People don't know that. Started it in college, but it was more of a hobby, on and off kind of thing. Um, and then about three years ago, we decided to really turn it up a little bit.
0: I know that's right. We're going to get fully into that. Uh, before we tell that story, and I'm even nervous to ask you this, but before we tell that story, usually at this point in the show, we do the Get Drunk Cocktail of the Week. <laughs> now, uh, In Corey's pre-interview, he told me that the Get Rich Cocktail of the Week was, he don't know, because he doesn't drink. But give me, come on, Corey, give me a mock tip, give me me something. You can't just be drinking apple juice in these streets.
1: I drink sweet tea every day. (laughs) That's what I drink. I drink sweet tea. You know, you boil some water, you put some tea packets in there. We're
0: not gonna give a recipe. For sweet.
1: Put a little sugar in there. You don't gotta measure it. You just keep pouring until it's, until you feel like stopping. I'm done, Mix y'all. Get a little lemon squeeze, and there you go. I'm you know?
0: done. I'm done. Okay,
1: well,
0: yeah. <laughs> do all of that, and then put some cognac in it. Okay, because uh, we need uh, a cocktail uh, around here. It ain't gonna be no. Sweet. Sweet. You're not gonna. You're not gonna diabetes me. At least. Some agave or something.
1: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I just keep it simple. I'm from the South, man. I keep it really, very simple, um, clean, straight to the point. Know what I'm going to get.
0: Lord, out of control. Well, y'all heard it here first. We're going to turn that into an Arnold Palmer. I will leave a recipe <laughs> for you guys uh, in the show notes like I always do. All right. So questions for Corey. Support Black Colleges. It's the athleisure brand for the culture. Tell me how you even started that project.
1: Yeah. So like in college, um, well, first of all, I didn't know much about Howard University before I got there. So um, I was kind of like shocked that like, how did I not know about this? Like, how was this hidden from me? Because when I got there, it was an amazing experience. It was like something like eye opening. Like a bunch of black folk, you know, just proud to be who they are. Um, They were all valedictorians in their class. They were all their class presidents and all this other stuff. So it was amazing to me that it wasn't promoted the right way, in in my opinion. Like, you weren't reaching the millennials like you were supposed to. And so um, I made a a shirt, and it just literally said support Black college, but it was very simple, like an extremely simple shirt. But when I wore it, people was like, oh, that's dope. That's cool. Oh, that reminds me of Martin. Oh, that reminds me of this. And I, like, realized that there was something there. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, me being an entrepreneur, being the hustler that I am, I'm like, I'm about to make some more of these shirts.
0: Period. So,
1: I started making some more of the shirts. Um, we got a little design together. And next thing you know, Support by Colleges was born my sophomore year at Harvard University. So, um, that's kind of how it initially got started, just as an idea, something fun that, that I was doing. Wanted to just make myself um, a nice shirt for homecoming. And uh, the rest kind of started from there.
0: I love that. That's such a good story, like, such a good origin story that it was an accident. You, you yeah. happened across this massive brand that was going to change your life just because you were making something for yourself. And here's the difference between winners and losers, honestly, is that you saw a market from that one product. One person asked you about it. And instead of saying, oh, thanks, you said, well, hmm, I wonder if I could make you one. If I sold it to you for 20 bucks, would you buy it? And here we are. What? two million shirts later. Like I love that. And what I want to teach my students is like, think of opportunities. Y'all be praying for a blessing. You praying for God to show you the way and blah, 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 blah. The way is coming from somebody asking you where you got that item from Mm -hmm. and you taking the initiative to do something about that. So I love that. That's a major key. Um, so you sell a custom product. I'm the opposite of that you know me, I'm a drop shipper. Like what? I don't know nothing about customers. It's not my jam. I ain't got that type of time, but I'm fascinated by how that like process works. What goes into manufacturing a custom product?
1: (laughs) Everything. I mean, it's a lot. Um, you know, there are systems that have to be in place, SOPs, and you have to literally like, okay, so first we find out what kind of shirt we want. So we have to go to things like Alfred Broder, Comfort Colors, um, belt Canvas. you know, there's a bunch of different places you can get shirts from. And then we have to find, okay, well, is it screen printed? Is it sublimation? Is it heat? Like whatever it is, is it heat transfer? Um, So then we have to decide that. And then from there, we have to decide, okay, on a production line, so it ships in this day, we're going to unload the boxes. We're going to have these two people do this. These two people do this. They're shipping, whatever. And then obviously it goes into the marketing and the branding and all the extra stuff. But initially just deciding what you want the product to be and understanding what it's going to take um, to get that product made from start to finish, um, cost from start to finish, marketing, branding from start to finish. Uh, and that's really how you kind of decide step by step.
0: Uh, Yauza. Yowza. That's my response to that. It's a yowza. See, that's why I'm a dropshipper. But it. I think it's dope. I just ain't got that type of bandwidth.
1: Well, that's okay. why you, you ain't supposed to do it yourself. You're supposed to ask me no, to do. no. No,
0: you need a big team for that. Um, Are you a designer yourself or do you ideate and translate that to a designer and they design the product?
1: Yeah, I don't consider myself a designer. There's been products I I have designed, um, but I don't really consider myself a designer. I can think of something right now that's fire, but I can't make it. Like, I literally have to be like, all right, do this here, do this here, do this here. And then when it comes to life, I know that's what I want. But um, I don't consider myself a designer, even though I can design.
0: Got you. I think that's a big hurdle for people who would like to have a custom product. They think that they have to be the designer or they got to go to fashion school and they have to learn how to make all these samples and mock-ups. But you can hire people for that. You can outsource that right outsource everything
1: i got a team full of designers i got like six designers on deck i like, love that the people design a certain style so if i want a certain thing i know who to go to
0: who to go to that is major what do you wish you knew about manufacturing a custom product before you started this journey
1: um i think i really wish that i understood the true um having the true knowledge of what margins really look like
0: Ooh, come on somebody say that one more time
1: a lot of people. Money. They
0: don't. They don't understand if it ain't if the margins ain't right. This shit is pointless.
1: People. People don't understand that. You might think a shirt costs you eight dollars to make, but it actually costs you twelve, and mm-hmm. so you're thinking you're getting six extra dollars when you're really getting one extra dollar, two extra dollars. If that. You're wondering why? Like, I feel like I'm making money, but I'm really not. It's because you just don't understand the margins truly. So I might say, okay, I bought a shirt for five dollars from Alpha Broder. And I got a screen printer for three. So I think my cost is $8. No, but sir. You, you didn't put the marketing in there. You didn't put the ads. You didn't put the
0: packaging, labels, shipping. I have mm-hmm.
1: to do all of that. Like, so instead of being $8, it really might be $13.50. So really, I need to put an extra $5 on a shirt so I, I can make the money that I think I'm making. And so uh, for a while, we thought certain things were a certain price. And I think that we were in our heads making more money than we really were based off of what we thought our true numbers were
0: got you and that's something that you learn by just experience
1: right yeah i mean black friday last year we did a million dollars and i was like okay we did a million and when i was looking at it, i'm like i feel like we we're spending so much money at this million like it's like i'm like bro the like math ain't I, I really must not understand so as i started doing the math i was like okay for hoodies i thought we were making you know 27 dollars a hoodie but we're actually making 20 so that's why I feel like okay, well, we didn't pocket as much as we get. We we thought we did because we sold twenty thousand hoodies. So you got to take seven dollars off of all that Probably That's a lot of money. And so um, yeah, just just it is all through experience. I think a lot of people want to want to skip the steps, but a lot of times experience is the best teacher.
0: A hundred percent, I agree with that. And if not, hire somebody, y'all. There are people whose job all they do in life is help. E commerce supply chains help you figure out where you're hemorrhaging money, help you figure out where the money is going. And I know that us as Black people, we are DIY preneurs because we've never had the budget, but some people do have the budget. So this is me telling you to connect with those people. And even if you don't have the budget, Somebody got a book. I promise you, the library is wide open. It's somebody that wrote a book about supply chains, about margins, about all of that. And you guys can invest in those things early. So you're not looking up, trying to figure out where $7 per hoodie times 20,000 hoodies went. I've made those mistakes as well. Corey has made them. We've made them for you. So you don't have to go through that struggle.
1: Exactly, exactly. Listen, that's why I always tell people when they, like are buying digital products and things of that nature that like, we sell, you're not paying us to make money. You're paying us to not make the same mistakes we made. You know. So like literally, literally lost, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like the things I'm telling you are going to prevent you from losing that. So you can make money. And then on top of that, I got a little sauce for you. So you can make money on top of that. But you're actually paying for the experience that we had that lost us money so that we can teach you how to make money the way we lost it.
0: I love that hello actually somebody write that down so i can put that in my fucking marketing (laughs) exactly i'm saving you money actually you paying me as a steal at
1: this point man i'm trying to to
0: expertise
1: bro i I sell a book for like 50 dollars, and i'm like bro the stuff that's in that book i mean like alone i give my manufacturers that alone like people search years to find a good manufacturer. I'm literally like, hey yo, this is my direct guy who makes all that stuff. Here's the link. He was willing to help others that I refer. So I'm like that alone, I could just sell that one contact to make money. But instead I I did a 90 page ebook for y'all. That's still people still question the price because cheap people know the cost of everything but the value of nothing.
0: Period,
1: and that's why they still broke. Value. And, and, <laughs> and they're always asking, well, why does it cost us? Oh, why, why, why? Stop asking questions and take action. Y'all too busy asking questions while somebody taking action, and now you left behind and wondering why you don't get the opportunities everybody else does. You had the opportunity, but you decided to waste the opportunity by asking questions. And and now you're behind, and now you're trying to catch up, and now you want everybody to feel sorry for you. Now you gotta go find me because your business didn't work. Oh child,
0: tell the truth and shame the devil. Not right. a go find don't me. Don't say too much. No, no, that—that's what this is the Say Too Much show. I want you to feel like, yes, I'm here for it. This is why I knew you would be a good guest because I love to tell people about themselves. I don't want to hear no sob stories, no shoulda, nope. whata, You've been following me for two years. I've had products for two years, podcasts for two years, and you still haven't acted. By the, by the time you double back, now I got to double the price on you because you done right. pissed me off. And yep. you could have been 10 toes down in what I've been trying to teach you. And mm-hmm. you just... Him and then trying to tap in. No, I'm good. Now I don't even want to work with you because right. I want to work with people who are eager, who are excited, who are committed, who mm. wanna devour everything I have to teach because I'm giving you the play.
1: Yeah, yesterday's price is not today's price. And
0: so, it never will be. And I don't do this.
1: Because somebody, somebody hit me the other day. They said your consultation price went up. And I said, Yeah, I realized that I didn't have time to do as many as people was booking me for. So I raised the price so that if you really want it, I'm gonna help you and then we're gonna we're gonna get out of there. I think I doubled the price. I think it was like 750 and now mm. I think it's like 1500 or something like that because that's what I want. I want this is to me this is worth my time. I can get on live and make a $1000 easily and help way more people. So if, if you're going to give me one on one, I'm going to give you your business hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of gain. So really I'm still I'm still cheating myself, but this is just what I'm willing to do.
0: A culture. you don't have to explain that to me I love that I tell people raise the price every day that's my motto if they don't hear nothing else from me raise the price um, okay I got another question for you yeah. so you work with a lot of celebrities how have those partnerships come about and what is your advice for people that want to do the same because everybody thinks once you got a big celebrity in your piece you going platinum at that point point. Yeah. and right. we know that that's a lot so get yeah. the people the scoop
1: yeah you know what's crazy people ask me this question so much that i literally had to write a book about it because i like i think i if i had to guess at least 10 times a day i get asked about influencer marketing at least
0: yeah because people think it's a cheat code
1: yeah seriously so i mean it's it's a few different methods that i use um i use what i call the pull-up method that's one of my favorites where i'm literally just pulling up on folks
0: that's my favorite
1: I use something called the four-hour play. Um, that one's a really good one. Probably like my my best one. Um, and then I use mutual contacts too. So that, that one's probably the easiest way to do it. So if you would like, I could expand on one of those ones that you choose. Um, I
0: want the four-hour play.
1: God, that's a good one. That's the one that's, I want. Okay, so we'll do this. I'll act as if you are an influencer and I will use the four-hour play on you. So you yeah, just you answer how you would answer if you were whoever. So... Let's choose a influencer that you want to be just for the sake of the, the, the game.
0: Hmm. Oh, I love Makeup Shayla. That's my boo.
1: Okay. I don't know who that is, but
0: <laughs> she's a makeup influencer.
1: Okay, cool. So this is me reaching out for support by colleges. And I'm like, hey, what's up, Makeup Shayla? I love what you do. You're teaching these women how to look good, feel good, and feel fierce, man. I would love to work with you because I think our brands align. How much do you typically charge for a post?
0: Five grand.
1: Five grand. OK, cool. And five grand. Does that post stay up forever? Uh, yeah. OK, cool. Awesome. Man, I think that's really good, man. For what you've been doing, that's almost a steal. Tell me this. I'm interested. I'm new to influencer marketing. How much would you charge for like a week? If that's like forever, what about a week? If, I, if you keep the post up for a week?
0: Um, I could probably do that for like a thousand
1: bucks. OK, a thousand. Wow, that's really good, man. I need to get a few weeks. I have a. We're actually in the process of transitioning, and I want to work with a lot of influencers. So I'm just trying people out here and there. Tell me, how much is it for like 24 hours?
0: Dang, I never thought about 24 hours. For 20, if I'm doing a thousand for the week, I gotta let a, a, a 24
1: hour go for I don't know 200 bucks. 200, man. I I want to lock that in now. But see two. I don't know. I see your page. I see your status. I know you don't want to keep it up for that long. Do you have a four hour option just in case 24 is too long for you to keep it up on your page?
0: I mean, I wouldn't even charge you for that. At that point, like I could just show love. I could take care of you for, for four hours. That's nothing.
1: And guess what? There it is. So I went, I from, that. I went from getting a post for $5,000 to getting a post for four hours. And most people don't know that people don't have rates for four hours because nobody ever asked them that.
0: Right. Nobody ever asked that. That just didn't even occur to me that somebody would ask you for a four hour <laughs> post. That's why you know why we
1: say four hours in, in the first four hours of the post is when you're going to get the most engagement. Right. You just post. Everybody's liking it. Everybody's commenting. Everybody's doing thing. So this is what I do. Once they post for the four hours, as soon as they post, I have to say, hey, when are you going to post? When they post, I'm sending it to the shaver. I'm sending it to Ball Alert. I'm sending. I'm paying for all these shout outs. That way, people are like, "Oh wow! Like this page, this picture is going crazy." So now the the is like, "Yo, I posted this an hour ago, and it got more likes than most of my stuff." And I should keep, keep it up. up. All these blogs are picking it up. So now what I did was I saved the 5,000. I used 3,000 for the shade room. I may use 1,000 for bottle alert. I may use 2,000 somewhere else. And I actually expand my reach because I got your price down to essentially nothing. So now you keep the post up because it's doing so well and you actually like the merchandise. And now three other platforms have uh, have posted this stuff. And now you feel like, man, when I work with him, it's going to go crazy. So that's that's my four-hour play that I use all the time. And it works like a charm.
0: I love that. That was major. I hope y'all, matter of fact, rewind this episode, play that from the top, (laughs) write that down, and run that tonight because that is bananas. I am not easily impressed. That was fucking (laughs) impressive. I ain't gonna hold you. That might that one right there. I don't do it for some marketing, but if I did, that would be my approach because that would work on me. (laughs)
1: Look, four hours don't seem like a lot. Four hours and it's down. That's nothing nothing bro that's it's anybody so, and and i and and just just to give you a heads up the influencer won't always respond the first time so you send them oh, I'm, sure. I'm a i'm a huge advocate of sending and unsending, sending and sending and sending some of my biggest influencers we reach out to four and five times and then on that fifth time you know we actually made it happen so just just a heads up
0: i love that the tenacity is the name of the game so many of y'all fail because the shit didn't go platinum on day one so you gave up that's not right. that's i don't know what who told you that? That's not going to work. Um, and then just on that celebrity piece, people think that getting that celebrity in your item means that your brand is now successful. And little do they know, they pay all these influencers who have reach, but have nothing to do with your target audience. Your, your target audience don't even care about that person. So you spent all this time, money, energy, effort, and you wonder why that equates to no sales. Like, Can you touch on that at
1: all? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't know what their true, a true influencer should look like for them. So, like, for instance, I always use the example like I wouldn't use like Miley Cyrus to, to, to wear my brand. Yes, she has a lot of followers, but her audience is not looking for support black colleges. So that's why people like Tiana Taylor, Meg the Stallion, The Baby, um, The Brad, Eva Martin, like those people that we use, they have a pro black audience. They have people who like to see black people winning. They support black people. So That's the kind of person I want. And even if they're a little off, as far as like, it doesn't have to be the exact, if I want to get into a new audience, I'm going to send them something that their audience will like and understand from them and then flip it back to me. So um, I think it's important to truly just understand what you want to accomplish with with a influencer. Hey, this person is the influencer I want. This person makes this kind of content. So if I'm trying to get like one of those Instagram comedians, I'm going to have them doing something funny. Hey, wear this in a funny video. We had a guy, um, He's like a black ninja I was like hey use this video and do some black ninja stuff in the hoodie like and when you flip make the hoodie switch so that it's another hoodie you know like I'm literally getting the audience that I need but I'm also telling them to post it in the way that they post normal content so it doesn't seem like an ad because when stuff doesn't seem organic people are less likely to support they want to support because Beyonce actually wanted to wear the Telfar bag that's why they supported not because they paid her to wear it
0: I love that major, major key. Write that gem down organic marketing, or at least make it seem like it's organic. Study product placement. You guys have to do your research. This shit doesn't just fall into place. I know Corey and I make it look easy, but there's a lot of strategy behind this. I love that. That was a major tip. Um, Talk to me about Clubhouse. I know that you have touched a lot of people on that platform. I was a late adopter. Well, no, that's not true. I was an early adopter, but I burnt out really quickly on
1: Clubhouse.
0: What was your experience?
1: Man, I loved Clubhouse when it was popping. Um, I think for me, it was at a time where people needed to be on their phones because there was nothing else to do. So for me, I just got on there and I did what I do all the time. But it's so funny because no one really knew me before Clubhouse. Um I had like 40,000 followers, but people, those are people who I just met over the years and just built genuine relationships with. But I think that Clubhouse allowed me to talk about what I do more. Mm. And like, oh, you run the brand, you run the brand. Cause I wanted my brand to perceive me. I don't want, you know, me to go down and then the brand don't survive. Like it don't matter who run the brand. This is about supporting the cause and black colleges. And I- so I know that for me, if I was to leave this earth today, support by colleges would still around because of what it stands for and the problems um, that it solves and people that it helps. So Clubhouse just allowed me to talk about what I do. And in turn, um, it actually encouraged me to write a book. Everybody's like, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. I had never re- written a book. I don't even like reading books to be completely honest with <laughs> you. And I did a, a whole release on my birthday on Clubhouse and made $50,000 in one day on Clubhouse. Just yes, the-
0: sir.
1: 30 days to write, so... Um, yeah, I love Clubhouse. <laughs> I don't get on. As much sure.
0: Well, guys, stay much- tuned. Corey and I will be dropping a Clubhouse. Uh <laughs> we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna single-handedly bring it back. And I like Clubhouse just because live on Instagram requires too much
1: bandwidth. Yeah, it requires Clubhouse,
0: I could just get loose, say what I gotta say keep it pushing, run it up. That's why me and live, like I don't go live as much as a lot of other people.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. Um, Clubhouse, I could be walking around driving, doing all kinds of stuff. Um, The only negative about it is just that it's so many gurus in quotation marks and so many experts and it's hard to, you can go to the Instagram page and look and stuff, but I like seeing people's faces and how they say stuff and how confident, I, I like to read um their their expressions and i think on instagram live the people who are not really about it they ain't going live and putting their face out there and saying that wild stuff but on, on clubhouse it's easy to just hide behind the avatar and put fingers talk. oh yeah so <laughs> that's what i like that um and then sometimes like on clubhouse you could be on stage with somebody that has a negative reputation that you just don't know and then they associate you with that person and may say oh so-and-so's scammer's so, of course gotta be a scammer because they cool because they don't Clubhouse together, so it was like it's like stuff like that that I try to watch out for.
0: Okay, yeah. See, I didn't get into that. All right, got it. That's yeah,
1: that. I was really on there. Like, I mean, I think I, I think I got seventy k followers on there, and that's more than I got on my Instagram. And I've had Instagram forever.
0: Right, ten years. Okay, heard, heard, heard that. Okay. Um. Now I need a get rich tip. What is the get rich tip of the week? For the people corey for from from howard what would a howard alone tell us to do to run up the bag
1: yeah for me um i keep my stuff super simple like i want you to be able to i want you to be able to take this and, and run with it and i'll say this you have to stop making excuses and start taking action it's just simple as that so many people find excuses and reasons not to do things instead of finding reasons why you should do things and a lot of people's why, the why they do things are not strong enough. That's why they're able to make excuses. So for me, I could have easily said, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. I kind of woke up late. I got this uh, got this podcast at 12. I got I could have easily made the excuse, but I decided, no, let me go in there. Let me maximize my time in there. And let me get back to what I have to do because at the end of the day, I have a goal. And the end goal is going to be better than if I don't do the things that I'm supposed to do to get to that end goal. I know what the result can look like versus what the failure could also look like. So a lot of people are so stuck in making excuses and, you know, being in their own way that they end up missing out on the blessing that they asked God for in the first place, which really baffles me because you asked for something and then you continue to make excuses that's going to get you to that spot. So um, that's what I would say, man. Look, stop making excuses and start taking action.
0: I love it. And that's a blanket get rich tip. Because if you were just to eliminate the bullshit that you tell yourself every single day in any category, in the gym, in your personal relationships, in your business, in your academia, in anything. If you just took away all those reasons that you tell yourself you're not going to do it and put half that energy into actually doing the thing, everything in your life with 10X.
1: Every time, every single time.
0: It's a winner, y'all. I love it. I'll take that one. I'll take it. Okay, so you said on live the other day something that secured your invitation to today's show. Let me tell you you what you said. I said, oh no, I gotta get Corey on the show at this point. (laughs) So you said that you will buy tickets to a concert and be ready to get put out the concert. And I was like, wait, 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 wait!" one more time, explain this to me. And Or somebody from your team uh, needs to be ready to get kicked out the concert. Please rerun that for the people of the Get Rich crew because it was that like tenacity and that aggression that made me feel like I had to have you on the show. Tell oh, us the
1: story. Sure. Some people say they want things and are not willing to do whatever it takes to get those things. So that's that's the first thing. So I wanna get J. Cole already. Um J. Cole's from North Carolina. Um, I've gotten close to him a few times but never had the right opportunity. So he's gonna be in Atlanta the um, 27th of this month and I got tickets to a show. I was going to go regardless clothing or not, but um, I got tickets. And I'm in the fourth row and I got, I bought six tickets. I think I, I bought, six tickets in the fourth row. I knew other people were going to come. And so I have two more tickets and I'm like, should I just have one of my staff people come who don't really care if they want to go or not and have them throw a hoodie on stage um, and potentially get kicked out or I'll throw it on stage and potentially get kicked out but I want J. Cole to see it. And if you understand who J. Cole is as a person, he's very caring. He's a very like normal person. So in my opinion, if I throw a hoodie on stage, he's gonna pick it up and be like, what? And then he's gonna open it. And I'm, I'm in my in my thought process, he'll look at it and be like, you know, cause he, support, he does support HBCUs. If you look at some of his pictures, he has a lot of pictures wearing black college gear. And so I'm like, all right, cool. If I can't get through him, through his DJ or his manager or whatever, I'm gonna go right to the source and I'm gonna go to a concert. I'm gonna pay for a ticket and be willing to get kicked out for it. And, you know, it's all about time and I wouldn't do it in the first hour. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I want to enjoy it a little bit. But (laughs) when I start seeing them last few songs come along and I could tell that it's been an hour and a half, I'm like, all right, it's now time to throw it. And, you know, let's brace brace ourselves just in case we get tackled by the uh, the cops.
0: I loved that so much. Like, you have no idea. Like, my Spidey senses were tingling. Like, this nigga understands. He knows... The commitment and going the extra mile. Like, this is what separates people who have side hustles from people who grow six, seven, and eight figure businesses. The willingness to put life and limb in front of danger for this company. Like, just I got the visual as you were explaining it to me. Um, Cole with this ridiculous hair holding up the hoodie in front of 30,000 people. Whether y'all get kicked out or not, it's only three words on the front of the shirt. You can Google that shit in three seconds and imagine how platinum that could go for your business. And the only thing you risked was getting kicked out. Please say less. I get kicked out every day of the week if it meant that I had the opportunity to be exposed to not just J. Cole, but my exact target audience, like right. stop it, loved it, like made my heart melt.
1: Top of that, hey, you got to think a bunch of people with their phones out, they're going to be recording it too. So then what happens is, oh, I think support by Congress is still a hoodie on here. And now I'm going to pay for a shave room post and say, Black brand throws hoodie on stage, J. Cole shows love. Simple as that. Well. Simple so, Now we got news. And now J. Cole got to wear it. Now he got to wear it. With it.
0: i love that i thought that was so freaking brilliant like i'm here (laughs) for it. i wrote that down my g it moved my spirit it talked to the marketer in me deeply Mm -hmm. like if y'all just do this just do your version of it. it doesn't have to be j cole it doesn't have to be a concert but if they having a celebrity basketball game pull up if they having a real niggas on the corner basketball game pull up whatever the thing is Show right. up. Stop hiding behind the internet. Stop thinking that Facebook ads is the end all and be all. And if you can't make a reel, then it's not going to work. Get right. out there. Street team your shit if that is what needs be. And, you know, one day you'll be writing your book like Corey and laughing about the things you have to do to get exposure. But put your body in front of the human beings that can get you where you want to go and stop running it up on the internet and thinking that's the end all, be all.
1: That's a fact. So We, we get so lazy, man. Like, Social media has really gotten this lazy. Like we don't wanna get in person. We don't wanna do any grassroots organic marketing. We just think that if we tweet, text, DM, email that it's supposed to work out. Like nah, how are you gonna stand out from everybody else? Like you're doing the same things that a million people are doing and then wondering why you're not being seen. Like nah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do something that no one's thinking of doing. And if worse comes to worst, I'm just in the same position I was in the beginning. But-
0: Right, you didn't lose anything.
1: Best case, something happens and I get the influence that I want. They didn't, didn't even have to pay for it. He might say, "Oh, come on stage, man! So you you want to throw somebody? To talk about it, and if Who I get, let folks know what's going on." Yes,
0: so, sir. Stranger things have happened.
1: Man, come on now. So I'm like, the worst case does not outweigh the best case, and so I'm, I'm with all of that.
0: I love it, Major. Hope y'all are writing that down. I'm telling you, Corey got the tea, y'all. I seen it on live. I said, uh-uh, we got the." Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> i'm glad you didn't save the life because we need to retell that story oh
1: yeah no get rich Okay,
0: everything wasn't always sweet for your entrepreneurial journey um talk to me about how the devil was very busy on black friday last year and tried to they tried to take you out tell me what happened
1: yeah um shoot multiple things happened on black friday but (laughs) um the one that Stands out first is our our warehouse flooded. So our warehouse flooded like two weeks before Black Friday. We lost like fifty thousand dollars in merchandise, uh, and it was all merchandise from overseas. So it's stuff Ooh. that you can't just get in a week. can't
0: protect. just right replace it the next day.
1: Yeah. and On top of that, with COVID, shipping times were like way worse. So you talk about shipping times being worse. We were prepared, and we lost that merchandise. On top of that, even after we made our million dollars. It took us, we didn't ship the last item from Black Friday until February. We wow. got, got 34,000 items sold, 15,000 items, I mean, 15,000 orders. Um, and we were literally, we, I think we had like 12 to 15 people in the warehouse from eight to eight, and still every single day because you had to make it first. You had nice. the bag, you had to fold it. Like it was so much. And we asked for 000, 000 a million dollar day. But you didn't
0: ask for a million dollar work week.
1: Prepared for the work that came with it, and so you know I learned so much from that, and um, it's one of those experiences that I now that I've been through it, I understand how to not make that happen again. I still want to make the money, but now I have the systems in place. Now we have a, a third party shipping company in Miami that's going to ship everything for Black Friday. Who can get? Who can make forty thousand hoodies in a week? You know what I'm Shout saying? Out to Miami, hello. So, so now, you know, you have to go through things to understand what it looks like to win at those things. If I never went through it, I would never understand how to figure out and work myself through it so I can, you know, be successful at the next time. And so, uh, you know, Black Friday was definitely a challenge um, with the with the flooding, you know, with the shipping issues, with the customer service, with the management, with the operations. I mean, it was a lot that, that, that happened, but at the end of the day, we made the money. We we, we, were, we were able to, you know, hit our million-dollar mark, and now we're able to learn from that, use that money to not only fulfill the items, but to then build a team and structure in place so that next time that we won't have those same issues.
0: Mm, that is major. So many people would give up for less and for you guys to stick through, persevere, learn, grow, pivot, to add that Miami factor is so brilliant, and that's how you know, we go from these small mom and pop businesses to, to running with the big dogs because you're not taking that situation as a failure. Like it it was fucked up, but we've learned and grown so much from that. I think that is just absolutely brilliant. So many people quit for less. So like shout out to y'all for getting busy. People ordering on Thanksgiving, they're getting it on Valentine's Day. Like that yeah. is The struggle (laughs) in e-commerce to be that backed up, to have no product to give people, to have an average order value, everybody ordering two at a time. And I'm like, I can't give you one. But in February, though, I got you. And I imagine you still retain those customers because the service was fire. So they came back anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean, we lost some obviously. Um, We gave a lot of refunds when need be when we got to that point. We try, we try, we have two attempts to save a customer. And then the third time we say, all right, here's your refund. Sorry, this happened. You know, we're a small black owned business. We just, we just tried, we didn't expect this. So, you know, some people understood, some people didn't, you know, people are hard on black owned businesses. And I'm like, the worst part about it is like, y'all don't understand that I'm in here, you know, Monday, Monday through Sunday as a CEO bag. I'm bagging, I'm, I'm packing, I'm shipping, I'm heat pressing. And yeah. I do not do that stuff, but I yeah. knew that I had to show my staff, look, I'm in here with y'all. I'm willing to be a leader, and not by talking in the sand, but actually doing the work. And so I uh, think they energized our staff to just, you know, do Push it. Push through. And you know, now on the other side of that, I'm just super grateful that they were able to uh, experience that with us.
0: Yeah, I love that. That is some team building for your ass. Uh, <laughs> what is an e-commerce sales or marketing tactic? That you think is underrated? Like, where are folks missing out at? What are what are they not doing?
1: They're not texting their customer enough. I Ooh. think that, you know, we utilize uh, an app called SMS Bump, um, and it's a text message um, app that allows us to, you know, get right into our customers' phones. And so, anytime that I send a text, out, I, I can guarantee you, me make ten dollars to $20,000 off of a text. Ooh. Literally, anytime. I can send a text. And how like, many
0: people are on that list, approximately?
1: We have a few hundred thousand. I haven't went that in a while, but if I had to guess,
0: I just want know. to set that expectation for the people. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, three, four hundred thousand, maybe.
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: It's hard for me to tell now, but I, I but can... that
0: still works on a smaller scale, y'all. Don't be intimidated. Yeah, I
1: mean, the text costs nothing. If I my my ROI for one of the tests was like a thousand forty-eight like percent, like insane. Like, I, I spend let's just say I spent a hundred dollars to send it. I can make you know. $10, $10. Um, yeah, awful, a $100. So like, even if you have a small list, it's more money than you had before. So, sure
0: is. And it costs you almost nothing to do it in two minutes to set it up. Come on, Shopify with the apps.
1: And then also, don't only text your customer when you want something. Text them when you can give something and not just a discount, like give advice, give strategy, um, just give encouragement. Like, don't always use the text to sell because what happens is they see you and they're like, oh, just a sell, I'm going more. it. Oh, just to sell, I'm gonna it. But if they know they might get something, they might, well, let me just look just in case oh man, they saying they're doing some free this or, oh, they don't want to publish shop. we should go check it out. Oh, we want to meet some people. And now they have to stay tuned. They don't want to unsubscribe because they don't want to miss out.
0: I love that. Major key, guys. And the word you're looking for is nurture. Nurture your audience. Don't just sell to them constantly. People don't want to be sold to, but people love to buy. But mm-hmm. you are building a relationship in their phone. We're taking it off social media, out of emails, and putting it in their phone. I mean, the same thing works for emails, but... I agree 100% nurture your audience and you guys Black Friday is coming up. This is a time where you should be nurturing them like crazy. You should make them go out of their way to open your email because they about to get something juicy and they, they need to know what it is so that when it's time for Black Friday and they're getting inundated with emails, yours are going to the top of their brain. Yours is the one that they're opening. Yours is the one that they're clicking on nurture those emails get them sequences tight right now you can outsource that shit on upwork or fiverr and get busy there really are no excuses convert kit mail a privy who app clavio clavio you you need a master's degree but the right. is, <laughs> i don't rock with clavio but i would hire somebody to clavio me down because that shit is hard but get busy i recommend mailer lite it's super easy it's drag and drop like come on y'all
1: no, definitely. And, and if you haven't started for Black Friday already, you are already extremely behind. You should have started Black Friday two months ago. Like we we literally like have releases, prices. We're starting our marketing because these companies, these really big companies are already on it. Like they they, they are, either, they are talking to their customers. They are yeah. gathering. On customers.
0: Easter Sunday, they already figured out Justin, their Black Friday like, strategy.
1: Behind. Me and Justin, we did a, a free Black Friday masterclass um, about a month ago. And I mean, I was literally talking to folks and they was like, yeah, I have no idea what I'm going to sell. And I'm like, bruh. Like, and then I, I realized that people just really didn't understand that you can't wait till October to start for Black Friday. We we, we said, you know what? We're going to record this class and sell it to people who couldn't make it because I'm like, yo, there are so many people who don't understand what it takes to to really have a successful Black Friday. They
0: don't Friday. have a clue. They want to mark yeah, everything 50% off and, and think that that's going to run it up. Yeah.
1: You I know. don't know what you don't know at the end of the day. Like last year, I didn't know things, so. I took what I didn't know. I packaged it up and I allow people to, to get it and receive the information because it may be even, even in not knowing I made a million dollars. Period. So imagine after I made it and now I understand how to do it even better. Man, y'all crazy.
0: I love that. Scott is the limit. I tell people that all the time. Fail your way to success. I failed my way to six figures. Like, by accident, just Googling shit and YouTube and copying and pasting and clubhouse. I failed my way to the bag. Mm-hmm. Corey has done the same. We are, you know, it's not about us being smarter than y'all. It's just about us going harder and being willing to invest in our businesses and invest in our own education and do the work and fail and look like beginners. So y'all, I mean, you're not just getting it from me. Corey is telling you the same thing. Actually, I got a question for you. You know, my brand Get Rich or Get Your Trying has a custom color called Absent Blue, mm. and I'm trying to figure out when is the Absent Blue hoodie arriving. Like, what's the tracking number on the support black colleges in Absent Blue? Can I just put that request in? I don't even know what
1: that color looks like. like. I'm gonna send
0: you my hex code. Don't worry, I, I'm okay. sending it to you.
1: Okay, well, listen. And I need a
0: medium. I need a backless medium rhinestone trim.
1: You know, oh, I like my cool. shit
0: fly. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to get the interns out.
1: Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to. Uh, let me just talk to some people. Let me move some stuff around, get some folks in the warehouse, and we'll work. We'll
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all heard it here first. You're going to see me wear it on live. Um, I got two more good questions for you. Yeah. I read a report and it just made me so sad. It said that 90% of Black owned businesses are owned by just one person. Mm. And it hurt me because, I mean, I am a solopreneur, don't get me wrong, but I'm in a different space, I'm in a low risk, business. Mm -hmm. We go further, faster together, you know, and support black colleges is a collaborative effort. Like, can you tell me about the decision to make that a team effort versus being a solopreneur? Was that from the beginning or like what benefits have you gained from being a team versus being a team of one?
1: Yeah. So for me, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And so when I know I'm not good at something, I find people who are good at those things so that we can excel farther together.
0: Brilliant. So simple and so smart. People just won't do it. It's
1: very simple. Like sometimes people have so much pride. I was telling another HBCU brand the other day, I said, hey, bro, you got like 40,000 followers. You're running your HBCU page. You got clothes, but you're not making any money. I said, but what you're really good at is connecting with staff, students, um, alumni, things of that nature. If you do those things for us, you can do it on a larger scale, have more of an impact and actually make some money. But he wants to be a CEO so bad and he doesn't see that this opportunity is great for him. I'm like, bro, we're, we're like working in 10% of our business right now. Imagine if you came and started working in 15%. Imagine like the, I already got 300,000 people who want to talk to you right now and who need you, but instead you want to do it on your own. So I, um, I brought Justin on um, in 2018. I had, I had to like really beg him. He was kind of stuck in his own way too. And I had to convince him that this is something that he needed to be a part of. And he's really good at analytical, data-driven ads, like that back-end stuff. I'm really good at the marketing, influencers, the stuff that looks fun. But
0: that's a dream team, though.
1: So for sure. He loves what he do. I love what I do. Together, um, it made a lot of magic. And then we added my sister, who's really good with like um, administration, um, um, like operations, managing staff, hiring, firing, because she was a manager at a lot of retail stores so we brought her experience we good now we straight then we added some designers we added uh ads person we added a publicist and you know now we've just been putting things in place that we need based off of what we need when we need it and it's so a lot of way faster way sooner and uh and then just way more effortlessly to be honest with you
0: i agree with that 100 percent. the takeaway guys is to take your ego out of it it ain't like you want to have a, an inflated ego. You want to have a title or you want to make some money? Or do you want to run a successful brand? Like, what's your purpose here? What do you want the most? Do you want to go further, faster? Do you want 1% of a watermelon or 100% of a grape? Like, how y'all want to play it?
1: Right, right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Outsource is my middle name. Like, who can I get to figure this out? Y'all For do me.
1: This. <laughs> do this so I ain't got to do it. Please. Period.
0: Thank you Please. very much. So I can stick to right. my zone of genius and everybody wins. I love it, Corey. You're so true. Now, my last question concerns me as well. Just like my first one did. Uh, I asked you for a get rich read for the people in our <laughs> interview. You had an interesting answer. Do you still have the same answer? Tell me what is the get rich read of the week?
1: Yeah, I said the Bible, man. Listen. Y'all need to get off of Instagram and get into the Bible, man. There's a lot of lessons in there. There's a lot of things that you can learn from it. Y'all, y'all trying to read all of these books about how to make money and all of this. Y'all mindset ain't right. Y'all spirit ain't right. Y'all doing all the wrong things. So that's what I said. And also, like I said, I'm not a big reader anyways. I'm, a, I'm more of a listener. I like podcasts. I like interviews. I like seeing people's experiences and learning from that. Because, I mean, for real, to me, experience is the best teacher. And the way I receive information is not through reading, like, I never read in school. I never did any of that. And I still made it pretty far because I just understood how to operate through experiences and, and just knowledge of seeing other people do it. So I just said the Bible because it's a book that you can't go wrong with.
0: Oh, Lord. Y'all, Ugh, I'm dying. I can take it. I was not prepared for that recommendation, but you heard it here from Corey, and Corey is winning in life. So clearly, you out. know, it can't be that bad. <laughs>
1: That's bad. I promise you.
0: Tap in or uh get the Bible app. You know, however you need to do it. Get you some Jesus and see if it don't help you grow your business. Come on now. I love it. That is literally hilarious. Corey, you have been a pleasure. You have been so entertaining. So many for <laughs> the people. Um, if y'all see me front row at a Beyonce concert, you know, you already know what type of time it is. Don't ask me what's in your, in my book bag. I got some get rich merch. Her is like,
1: a little different. I don't know about Beyonce. <laughs> Her the kid. Oh, I'm
0: matter. going to jail. I'm going to jail. No, I'm going to jail. I'm going Nicole to jail. oh, Beyonce.
1: Ooh, that's a. Hey, I, I ain't mad at it though. I'm not. Shoot mad You're
0: gonna start. I'm gonna have a broken arm. I'm going to jail, but it's gonna be worth it.
1: Ooh, man. Even if good. I
0: if I could get Blue Ivy to see it, you know, I'll take
1: what I can get. Look, make it that Blue Ivy blue. Come on, don't play with that's it. That's what
0: I'm saying. You see the. You see the. You see the
1: vision. I see it. I, see it. I tell I see you, me. y'all. We I love it.
0: Guys, I'm going to have every way that you can get in touch with Corey in the show notes, how you can get into support black colleges, how you can tap into his book, how you can tap into his Instagram. I got y'all. Do you have anything, though, that you want to leave the people with?
1: Yeah, just stay encouraged. I think we're in really tough times right now. There's a lot going on in the world. COVID is just the beginning of it. So just stay encouraged. Just understand that you're not the only one going through things. Everybody's going through something. Despite what their Instagram and social media may show, a lot of people are really going through it. So just be encouraged. Understand that, you know, with bad, there's good that always follows. And sometimes you have to go through the bad to understand what good is supposed to feel like. So um, that's all I leave people with.
0: I love it. I think that's a gem right there. We love to see it. Thank you, Corey. You were a pleasure. Get Rich Crew, we will see y'all next week.
1: Later.